So we have been accumulating at this Bitcoin price range of around 42,000 and we've been here for 64 days already. Now, what this is called is called accumulation. And the thing with accumulation is that the longer you accumulate, the bigger the next move. So theoretically, what you do is you look at how long this accumulation is over here. And then you say that theoretically, the next move should be up or down by the same amount of time. So if you accumulate for a long period of time, theoretically, the next move is going to be either up or down by roughly the same amount as this move. Now, of course, the big question is, is the next move going to be up or down? I think that the next move is going to be up, but it's not going to be a straight line. Because I think that in two days, or on February 8th, so I'm not sure what date we are in today in your time zone, but I think on February 8th, we are going to get a move. And the move is actually going to be down because the market's going to catch a fright. And I don't want you guys to catch a fright. So I'm going to show you why the market is actually going to move down. I'm going to prepare you for what the move is going to be. And then, I'll sh and, and then you'll be ready to buy when everybody else is actually selling. So that is the first thing we're going to talk about. Then, because we're DJs, we're going to talk about altcoins. And of course, congratulations to anyone who caught the stride trade yesterday, up 37% today, now trading at $6.25. We have been telling you to buy this since about $1.50. But listen, if you missed it, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. Because if you miss Stride and if you miss Celestia, I may have the next Stride and the next Celestia right here on the show today. So I've got amazing altcoin calls for us uh, right here on the show today. And then I think we have to talk about the Solana outage that just happened. So Solana went down. It hasn't gone down for about a year. In fact, 20 days, just 20 days shy of a year, it hasn't gone down. But today it went down again. And the big question is whether this is anything to worry about or whether this is just an, another Solana outage. And let me give you guys a clue. I'm the biggest Solana fan, but I actually think that Solana going down this time is much, 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 much worse than any other time that Solana has gone down. We're going to talk about that, let you know what we need to do with the Solana bags. And then lastly, if you want to win a Apple Vision Pro, I've got some good news for you. If you didn't enter yesterday, I've got some good news for you today. So we've got a big show today. We've got to get a lot of alpha done into a very, very, very short amount of time because I've got to go speak at a conference. But let's do this. Let's get as much as we can done. Listen, Dubai life is absolutely crazy. I don't know how the people that live here do it. There are just so many things to do. There's an event after an event after an event. There's so many crypto people here. And it's just like a beehive of opportunity. I haven't stopped since the minute that I got here. I've been entertained. I've been looked after by a whole lot of good people. I'm going out for dinner with a whole lot of good people. I've just had the most fantastic time. So, I mean, first of all, to, to everyone who's, who's given us a great time here in Dubai, thank you very much. You know who you are. Um, and uh, yeah, I look forward to coming back here again, I must say. Uh, later on, I am speaking at a, a little bit of a, an, an event with Yatsu and whatever else. So today we're going to try and get the alpha out of the way very, 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 very quickly. So in order to get the alpha out of the way very quickly, let, let's get the formalities out of the way very quickly. So the first formality is, if you're not already subscribed to the channel, don't subscribe. Please don't subscribe. This is a channel for DGENs. I know a lot of you can't handle the amount of alpha that we give on the channel. Therefore, I recommend don't subscribe. There are other channels out there. They don't give as much alpha as we do. They're not as, as um, degen as we are. And you can go and subscribe to those channels. But if you are a degen and you want to make life-changing money in this bull market, then subscribe to the channel. Another thing is, if you haven't already liked the show, what the hell are you waiting for? 
how this works, and you know this, the more you like, the more alpha I give. Yesterday, you guys smashed the like button. You, you obliterated the like button. I gave you guys a brilliant piece of information. I told you to buy Stride. If you bought Stride, you would have been up 30% in one day, in one day, and I think it's just started. And today, I'm going to give you three or four or five more of these uh, today. Also, another reason to subscribe, the banter bags. You're asking me, what are the banter bags? We get early stage IDO allocations. We got an IDO allocation today at the 25X but it goes to the old banter bags people. So what are the banter bags? We get $1,000 allocations or $2,000 allocations from early, early, early stage projects. We put them into the banter bags. When this channel hits a million subscribers and banter plus hits 350,000 subscribers, someone with a Bybit or BitGet or Bitflex or, Bit or BingX account or Mexi account with the crypto banter link will take home the bags or, not, or five people will take home the bags. What do you need to do to subscribe? What do you need to do to win? Subscribe and have a exchange account uh, before, get yourself a Banta exchange account before the end of the cycle. Anyway, let's go, because today we don't have time to waste. Today it's all about, I see everybody wants, we want Banta bags, Gabby the DGen. Maybe you should win the Banta bags. You come here every single day. Every single day we get Gabby the DGen. Gabby, tomorrow I'll decide. Someone says Run's Hotels needs uh, changing. Uh, it's my last night at the hotel, so enjoy, enjoy the hotel, enjoy it. Shalana is over, huge crash is coming. Uh, heart bang needs some banter bags let's go let's not waste time today we've got a lot to do today and i really want to get into all the alpha of the day today and the reason why i want to get into all the alpha of today of the day today is because we need to talk about this so we are in what they call an accumulation zone that this 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 period over here since the 5th of december up until today is an accumulation zone you can see that we've been accumulating in this price range around forty-three thousand. Since then, we have we did spike up to 48 very temporarily. We did go down to 38,526 very temporarily. But the reality is that, ge that generally, when I look at this period over here, this period over here is what you call an accumulation period. The thing with an accumulation period is that the next move, the bigger the accumulation, so someone says when it breaks up, it'll go up a lot or down a lot. The longer the accumulation, the, the bigger the next move. So our job is to work out what the next move is going to be. Yesterday, I told you why I think the next move is going to be up. We landed up speaking about this chart over here. I told you that we're going to consolidate sideways. We may get some little bit of a correction over here, like we did the last year and, and the previous cycle. But then I told you we're going to go up, and I gave you a whole lot of reasons why we were actually going to um, go up. When I finished the show, I was looking at the charts and I looked at the Wall Street cheat sheet. When I looked at the Wall Street cheat sheet, it was interesting that the Wall Street cheat sheet actually looked exactly like that chart. So it's almost like you got the, the Wall Street cheat sheet, which tells us we're going into disbelief and then hope, which is, which is the next uh, bit over here. And that exactly correlates to this, which exactly correlates to the four-year cycle. So it does feel like every one of these factors is now falling into our thesis. It's, I always, when I look at it, I almost get goosebumps because like, wow, this chart also aligns with that chart. That chart also aligns with that chart. It's like everything's just coming together. Everything's just coming together to give us exactly, exactly, exactly what we want. And yesterday, when we spoke about this chart over here, and we said that we might get this little correction down, I said to you, the data is telling me that we have to, go, that the next move is up. And I said to you that one of the reasons why I think we're going to go up is actually China. I don't know if you remember, I said to you, China is in big trouble. Yesterday when we spoke, when we were live on the show, China had its worst day 
ever or a worst day in the stock market for a long, long, long time. Remember, we said that the, they closed, they stopped trading some of the indices, um, etc. And what I said was that I think because of what happened yesterday in, in China and because of how bad the economy was, what I thought was going to happen is that the government was going to come in and create ridiculous, ridiculous, ridiculous stimulus. I just thought the government was going to do crazy, 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 crazy stimulus. And that is going to drive the liquidity up. And that is going to be in the long term good for all risk assets, crypto, gold, stocks, and any risk assets. Anyway, what I didn't expect is that all of this would happen 24 hours later. Here we are, 24 hours later, and this is what happened to the Chinese stock market today. I mean, this looks like a shitcoin. It's not a shitcoin. It is the Chinese stock market. And as you can see, the Chinese stock market today exploded. Why did the Chinese stock market explode? Very simple. They are putting in a 2 trillion yuan bailout intervention from what they call the Chinese Sovereign Wealth Fund. So what they have done is, They've taken 2 trillion yuan, which is about $280 billion, and they've basically told their sovereign wealth fund, which is basically, think about this, it's almost like the Chinese government fund. It's almost like their Fed, so to speak. It's like a fund with Chinese government money. And they, they said, you get involved and you, you need to go and prop up the market. Chinese sovereign fund vows to further increase ETF holdings. So they're going to go into the market and they're going to keep buying up and buying up and buying up stocks to keep the market going. So what are they actually doing? They are putting more money into the economy. It's, it's the, exactly the same thing that we had when COVID happened. You remember when COVID happened, the markets went into free fall. We were all worried about what would happen to the markets. We had never seen anything like this before. The markets looked something like this. That was the big COVID co correction. It was 33%. I'll remind you when this happened, this was like, like the worst day of our lives. We didn't know what the hell was happening. We thought markets would never, ever recover. It was the first time that we went into isolation. We had to stay at home, blah, 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 blah. Then what happened? When the orange line, where the orange line happened, <clears throat> that is where the U.S. government introduced stimulus. It was like the first time that the U.S. government introduced stimulus. Then what happened is that we went up only, and we got this massive bull run, which not only recovered very, very, very quickly, but actually took us to new all-time highs, like crazy, crazy, crazy all-time highs. What China is doing now is pretty much the equivalent of that. So what have they done? First thing is the China Sovereign Wealth Fund is putting in $250 billion, $202 trillion yuan into their economy. That is absolutely, absolutely huge. They're also doing a whole lot of um, banking guarantees so that people don't... Um, uh, uh, um, uh, don't worry about a banking collapse. And they're really, really, really bailing out the economy. Now, question. Do I think that this is the end? And now China is now going to go up only and everybody is safe? No. China has done stimulus before. Stimulus hasn't really worked. They just keep stimulating and keep stimulating and keep stimulating. Every single time they stimulate, though, this money supply chart, this printer chart over here, goes up and up and up and adds in global liquidity, more and more and more global liquidity. And when you take that and you then add to it the fact that Jerome Powell also said the other day that pretty much they soon going to have to go into global crazy liquidity and you combine that with this red line over here and you expect the blue line to actually start going up, my thesis is actually really, really, really starting to play out. The only difference is that the thesis is not playing out as quickly as as slowly as I thought it would play out. 
I mean, I didn't think that I'd sit here yesterday and tell you that I think China is going to do crazy stimulus. And the next morning, we're going to wake up and we've got the crazy stimulus and the plan is playing out as expected. I've got to be honest. Lately, with some of our market calls, I've been getting goosebumps because sometimes we say things and yes, we think they're going to happen, but we don't expect them to happen as perfectly and as beautifully as they happen. And one of those is, is, is the call that we made yesterday on Stride where we, turned, we said to you guys, guys, the, the whole market is missing a crazy, crazy, crazy opportunity. Now you look at the crazy opportunity, strides up 65% this week, and it's just started. And we've been making a lot, a lot, a lot of these calls. So, so just these days, I'm like, wow, I can't believe how accurately we call this. And I couldn't, in my wildest dreams, have thought that China would begin stimulus one day after I said that we're going to talk about the stimulus. So unbelievable and i'm going to show you some other calls and if they carry on saying coming like like the ones that have come up until now we're going to have the time of our lives but before we carry on i need to get myself a drink so one second let me get myself a, a bottle of water okay i'm getting i'm, I'm here in dubai it's not that hot but i, I mean uh, it's actually quite quite cool i must be honest relative to to uh, things someone says the birdie calls Someone says, can't buy stride now. There's lots happening. Someone says, run showing us his watch. There's my watch. All right, let's go. Let's talk about, I mean, let's talk about the elephant in the room. You know that I'm the biggest Solana fan in the world. Um, and Solana hasn't had downtime for almost a year. In fact, 20 days under a year. And today, what happened was that the, the Solana blockchain went down again. And initially, as a big Solana fan, and someone who's been behind the ecosystem for a long time, my initial reaction is, well, don't worry about this because Solana has gone down before, they fixed the problem and it's nothing to worry about. The market shouldn't worry about it, but it's actually not that simple anymore. And the reason why I say it's not that simple anymore, yes, they went down. Um, people say, unless somehow Solana never restarts again, this is a non-event, it's the first time that this is, it's not the first time that this happened and it didn't stop people from using the chain in previous instances either. And you can see that the Solana price actually went down when this happened. Not a lot, but it actually went down. Now, the question is, should it have gone down more? Is this actually anything to be alarmed about? Because we've had like one year of no downtime, but now we've had downtime. And generally, I would say, look, don't panic. It's, 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 this is Solana. It's in beta. Uh, it should be launched. But now the thing is that there's a lot of apps being built on Solana. And the truth is that when Solana used to go down in the past, we knew exactly why Solana was going down. Solana was going down because the fees were so cheap, because it cost nothing to attack the network. Generally, the network used to get spammed with transactions because the fees were so low that you could spam the network with billions and billions and billions of transactions and pay a very, very, very small amount of money. And that would drop the network. Then Solana came up with a fix. The fix is called localized fee markets, which kind of means, very simplistically, it means that every application would have a localized fee market and it wouldn't be able to crash the network. So every application would have a sliding scale of fees, so to speak, and it wouldn't crash the network. The thing is that when they implemented localized fee markets, we thought that they had solved the problem of Solana going down. And for all intents and purposes, they did solve it. For almost a year, Solana went down. But I must tell you that I was quite shocked to see Solana going down again today. 
And especially because I was under the impression that they fixed the problem. And now it feels like we probably have another problem. And Ivan on Tech says something. He said, although Solana is improving on these issues, they still prevent Solana from meaningfully competing with ETH on DeFi and TVL. If the chain is down and you can't close your positions, you will be liquidated. If the market moves against you, once the chain boots up again. And he's got a very, very, very good point here. It's all fun and games until there's billions and billions and billions of dollars in play. And the chain goes down. And when Solana was a young chain, it was excusable for Solana to go down. Hey, we're in beta. This is a, you know, almost like a, not a new chain, but, but it's, it's, it's like, uh, uh, um, uh, like, you know, we're in beta. It's not supposed to be the main chain. But guys, now we are at a point where there's a lot of money moving onto Solana. And it's not just fun and games and meme coins, because the truth is if, you know, the meme coin traders, the, the meme coin traders, I mean, for them, when they checked their, their, their meme coins after the Solana went down, I mean, this was more or less a situation, right? Like them checking their meme coins after Solana actually went down. But the reality is that if you're thinking about an institution and the institution is looking about around building on Solana and after Solana has guaranteed them that this network has been fixed and they've solved the problem, it still goes down. That is a massive barrier to billions and billions and billions of dollars. So today, I'm going to concede, as much as I love Solana, that today was a great day for ETH because ETH hasn't gone down. Um, and it was a bad day for Solana. And I think that this, generally, I'd say in the past, I'd say when Solana went down, not a problem because it was on beta and whatever else. But now I'm kind of going, hold on a second. You're a mature chain now. I know the only reason that's the only thing that's keeping you out of beta is, is the fact that you're waiting for a new validator client to, to be launched. And when that happens, you're going to become onto the, onto the main chain, so to speak. You cannot be going down. The other thing which, which this highlighted is how centralized the process of bringing up the operations are. So you can see the engineers need to figure out what caused the outage uh, without understanding, then get a consensus of what block to restart. Then they compare a block height then they post restart instructions, and then slowly but surely the validators start the machines again. And this all took like a couple of hours. This is not a good look. So I'm going to wait for official uh, debrief from Solana. I'm not panicking yet. I'm just a little disappointed. I'm going to wait for an official debrief from Solana as to why this went down. And hopefully they can convince the market that they can really patch this problem in such a way that it will never happen again. But I think that, as I say, in the old days, it was all fun and games. Now, if you want to be a main chain and you want to be playing on, 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 on big chains and stuff like that, you cannot be going down. You just simply cannot be going down anymore. And so this is like a much bigger event than the, the, than the previous times that Solana went down. We're not kids anymore. We're playing in the big league now. You cannot be making the, uh, mistakes in the big league. I'm not saying I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to dump my Solana. I still believe in Solana. But this one was a real killer blow. That's, that's just the way that I want to put it. I haven't sold any sign. I'm not planning on selling any sign. But I am looking at it and going, whoa, that, that was a little disappointing. So look, I did some digging as to why Solana went down. The, the real reason why Solana went down. Uh, I think I found the source of the problem. I think I found the source of the problem. I think I know why Solana went down. 
I mean, the guy told us he's going to stop making videos. The first video that he starts making afterwards is Solana. And starting to call himself the Sultan, the Sultan of Solana, one video he makes and the whole network crashes. I'm telling you, everything that he touches breaks. I mean, it's simple as that. So, I mean, yeah, I, don't know, I don't know if uh, uh, it is. It's it is because of him. It's 100% because of him. Everyone said it. Um, I mean, look, let's look at some good news around Solana. They, they did do the Saga phone. And when it comes to the Saga phone, they've now got 60,000 pre-orders and counting for the second Saga phone. I bet you this is just people that actually want the meme coins that are actually loaded on the phone. So, I mean, there is some good news. But the truth is, Solana must make sure that it stays up. You cannot run the future of finance and decentralized finance on chain, especially because there's no banks to talk to. Liquidations are going to be automatic, right? So it's almost like the chain goes down, you cannot trade, and then you'll get, the chain will go up and you will get liquidated because that happened. And no institution in their right mind is ever going to put capital in DeFi when that is one of the risks. Like we have to be realistic about where we are now. So Sol, uh, I'm disappointed. I still love you. I'm still holding Solana, but I'm disappointed. And I need, and we need to make sure that this never happens again. Cool. Got it. Excellent. Let's move on to the next part of the show. I said to you, I think that the next move is going to be up. And I, I, I just, I told you yesterday, for those of you who missed the show yesterday, go and watch it. But I do think the next move is going to be up. I do think that we're going to follow this trajectory over here. But I do think that in the next day or two, the market is going to get a shock about something. And that may actually drive the market down. And when it does, I think it's time that you and I actually buy the dip. This might, it, I'm just preparing you for the dip that may happen. And if it does happen, I want you to know why it happened. I want you to preempt it and I want you to be ready for it. Okay. That's why we're doing the show that we're doing today in the limited amount of time that we have. So what is this thesis that I have and why do I think the market may actually get a fright, but not the banter family? We're not going to get a fright when this happens. And let me explain to you. But I'm only going to explain to you when you smash a like button. What's going on here? You guys lost, lost your marbles. Here I am bringing you crypto love and come on, smash, David, David, smash, smash, smash. Let's talk about what's going to cause this little correction. It all comes down to the ETF trade, which I'm, let me tell you, I'm so fucking tired of talking about the ETF trade. I am dying. I, I hate talking about this trade. Every day we talk about whether there's inflows or outflows. Yesterday was a great day. There was a net inflow of 68 million. And the market's actually very tired of this ETF trade, right? I did read this, which is actually quite interesting. It says ET Bitcoin ETFs continue to accumulate Bitcoin ahead of uh, the new supply. So this is the, the, the amount of Bitcoin that the ETFs are accumulating every single day. This is the actual daily supply before the halving. When the halving happens, this supply is going to be halved. So you're going to have 450 Bitcoin being mined every single day, but you're going to get a supply. You're going to get a supply of a demand of X amount. Now, obviously, maybe the demand will slow down, but I just want to show you visually that even just the ETFs are eating up uh, uh, three times the, the daily supply. Just the ETFs are eating up the, the daily supply. But there is a little bit of a problem on the horizon when it comes to ETFs. So let's talk about this ETF battle for a little bit. It's been a battle of how many people are selling Bitcoin, GBTC, versus how many people are buying the new ETFs, the BlackRocks, the Fidelities, everything else, right? That's basically every day when we've been reporting about this boring, boring, boring topic, what we do is we say how many flowed out of GBTC and how many flowed into the new, the new ETFs. And basically what we're looking at is to, to date 1.5 uh, uh, um, 
1.5 billion dollars net has flown into ETF. So a whole lot has flown out of GBTC and a whole lot has flowed into the other ETFs, right? That's basically um, uh, what's been happening. And that's what the market's been gauging. When there are positive days, the market is positive. When there are negative days, the market worries that this GBTC may actually dump, right? That is how we have been playing this ETF narrative. Here is the kicker. Here is where a lot of people are going to get caught out, but not us. So one of the biggest holders of GBTC shares is Genesis. Genesis hold about $1.4 billion worth of GBTC. And they are actually in bankruptcy court. They are in bankruptcy. But they have asked or they're going to ask the court. They have asked or they're going to ask the court to approve the sale of $1.4 billion of GBTC shares. That's going to happen on the 8th. So on the 8th, what date is it today? Sorry, I'm completely lost here when it comes to, to date. Someone tell me in the chat what, what, what date it is. I'm not really. Uh, it is today. It's the 6th. So not the 7th, not Wednesday. On Thursday, they're going to go to court. Okay, there's a court. And in this court hearing, they want to sell $1.4 billion worth of shares in Grayscale, right? Okay, amazing. So what's going to happen when that happens? You're going to get a really big outflow in Grayscale, $1.4 billion. In fact, the outflow is going to be so big that it's going to equal the total inflows into the new, e the, the total net inflows into the new ETFs, right? That's what's going to happen. When that happens, you're going to get a massive outflow of GBTC, and the market may read this thing wrong, and the price of Bitcoin may come down, right? So that is the sign for us when we should be buying, because we know exactly why they are actually selling. So you can see, bankrupt crypto lender Genesis Capital seeks permission from a U.S. bankruptcy court to liquidate 1.6 billion of the trust's assets. Of that, 1.4 billion is GBTC. 169 million is the ETH one, and the other one is the ETH Classic one. So when that happens in two days, you know about it. I've told you about it. Don't be surprised by it. Look out for the dip. When the dip happens, just remember that we were the ones who told you first why the dip's going to happen, and then decide how you want to trade it. Everyone should trade the dip how they want. Some people will dump and some people will buy. You know what needs to be done. I'm not going to tell you what needs to be done. Um... Let's talk about one more big thing and then we'll get into altcoins. So the thing that I want to talk about was Coinbase. I did see that the Coinbase stock has started to come down a lot. And Coinbase is one of those things that we've been buying a lot of. See, the stock is down 40%. Still very, very, very much in an upward trend. No matter which time frame or which way you look at it, the Coinbase stock very, very, very much uh, continues this upward trend over here. And a lot of people are saying, look, it's starting to come down. Should we be buying Coinbase? And of course, like hypothetically, I'm saying, yes, I love Coinbase. It is one of the best trades in the market. Uh, the spot ETF is approved. They are the trading house for most of the spot ETF houses. They, it's a U.S. election year. There's a, million, there's a million and one good reasons to buy Coinbase. I'll give you one, and I am buying Coinbase, and I do have a big position in Coinbase. Here's some more reasons. Staking and custody revenues up. Competition is all being wiped out. Binance has effectively been wiped out in the US. Coinbase wallet gaining traction. They've got uh, opt They've got uh, Base, which is generating a lot of fees for them. But the question is, should you be buying Coinbase right now? The answer is, look, if you're dollar cost averaging, I think it's a great opportunity to buy Coinbase. But I'm not rushing to buy Coinbase. I'm not going crazy in buying Coinbase. And the reason why I'm not going crazy buying Coinbase 
is because a lot of people seem to forget that very soon Coinbase is going to go with the SEC to court. And in the court case, they're both going to argue their cases. And when they argue their cases, Coinbase is going to make a case and it's going to be very compelling. And the SEC is going to make a case and maybe some parts of the SEC's case are going to be compelling. So when that happens, what's going to happen is that the Coinbase price is going to respond to what's happening in the court. And I think that that's going to give us an opportunity to buy Coinbase even cheaper. So am I buying Coinbase long-term? Yes. Am I aping Coinbase now just because it's gone slightly down? No. Why? Because I think that there's going to be another opportunity to, to buy Coinbase. Cool. Got it. We've got 10 more minutes here today. Then we have to go today. We have to go today. Remember, if you want to win yourself a, an Apple Vision Pro, we are giving away seven Apple Vision Pros. Yes, you heard that right. We are giving away seven Apple Vision Pros. How do you, how do you uh, um, uh, get the, uh, the Vision Pro? You go to our show. You click on You open any exchange account. Doesn't matter which exchange. BitGet, Bybit, Deribit, Bitflex, BingX, any exchange account with a crypto banter link. If you open it in the next 14 days, we extended it because I said seven days yesterday, and then you guys said, no, it's too much time. Open an account, deposit $10, $15 into the account, just so we know it's a real account and not a fake botted account. And um, you stand a chance to win one of the seven Apple Vision Pros. 14 days from now is when we're going to draw them. We're going to draw all of them on one show. So you know what you need to do? You go here, you buy it. Guys, I really want an Apple Vision Pro. These are This is like honestly one of the best things I've ever seen. I mean, it's, it's unbelievable. So listen, if you want one, I'm giving you a chance to win seven of them. I'm giving away seven of them. That's what you have to do. Go here. You know what to do. Open up any exchange. Deposit any amount of money. I don't care how much you deposit. Just to show us that it's a real account. And then you guys will actually, um, you guys will actually uh, uh, stand a chance to win it. All right. Altcoins. Let's go into altcoins because we are running out of time. We have 10 minutes here today. Today, I have to leave in 10 minutes. So congratulations, first of all. To anybody who got into Stride, we did speak about Stride yesterday. I see that if we look at Stride today, Stride is up 33.7% from yesterday. I still think it's just the beginning. Um, there's been a lot of these good calls, not only on Frontrunner. On Frontrunner, I told them to buy Stride. It went up. I'm also telling you guys to look at Uncaged. The reason I'm telling you guys to look at Uncaged, Uncaged is the old monkey ball token. A lot of people think it died. It didn't die. They just went to do the build the game. In February, they're actually going to build the game. They're going to launch the game. When they launch the game, all the hype's going to come back and everybody's going to want to be buying the token because they've forgotten about the token. Don't forget that. I told you it was in our Discord, in our Discord group called Frontrunners. So, so uh, it was in the Discord group called Frontrunners. Um, another one that was in the Discord group is Loot, which is up a lot. We'll talk about why Loot is up a lot. That's another one that's up. ENS is up a hell of a lot. Why is ENS up a lot? So... First of all, ask yourself, what is ENS? ENS is Ethereum Naming Services. Okay, now what is Ethereum Naming Services? Ethereum Naming Services is where you buy the domains .eth. So if you want to buy like your name .eth, like cryptomanrun.eth or runnoina.eth or banter.eth, 
what you do is you go to Ethereum naming services. That's, that's what ENS actually does, right? Now, a lot of people think, oh, well, this is just a naming convention. Well, on the one hand, it is a naming convention. On the other hand, it has an advantage over the, the current naming convention. The first advantage is that it is linked to your ETH wallet. So if you've got a business that's called banter.eth and you want people to pay you, then you just ask them to pay banter.eth. You don't have to copy the whole public key. So your website domain now becomes your .eth deposit address, right? So, so this is big. I mean, just think about how big, just think about how big that actually is, that you've got this um, uh, uh, um, domain. And if you don't have a domain, so there's a couple of opportunities. Number one is, so what happened? Let's just understand what happened. The reason why this pumped is because GoDaddy, which is one of the biggest domain providers in the world, partners with, EM, with ENS to offer the customers a way to connect to their ENS-compatible wallets. Crypto payments have never been easier. So if you want to take your domain and, and, and start receiving ETH or USDT on the ETH network or ETH rated tokens, you can now do that, right? The next thing, the next thing that, 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 that I think, so the first thing you need to do is, I mean, if you like ENS, I do like ENS, and this is the, the price chart for ENS. I mean, maybe start looking for a, 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 an entry into, into ENS. The next thing is, this is going to start a narrative. So number two, go and register. Go to ENS and register your business name, your personal name, your, your, your daughter's name, your son's name, your friend. Go and register it now because one day that is going to be as valuable as every other worldwide web domain. Think about it, like www. Imagine you could have registered all your domains. Do it now before someone else does it and before this thing becomes really, really big. Because what you can see is that we are now going into mainstream. When GoDaddy has partnered up with ENS, this is like a big thing to say, guys, we are going mainstream. This is like mainstream, mainstream, mainstream adoption. Please, guys, go to ENS today. Spend whatever it takes. Gabby, go and buy Gabby the DJ. Nepal Cricket, go and buy NepalCricket.eth. Go and buy your domain. Second thing is go and buy a domain on .sol. So go to, to .sol. And you can buy your .sol domains on Bonfida. It's called Bonfida. By the way, Bonfida have a token. I haven't done any work on the um, on the the price or the value of the token. I'm just letting you know that Bonfida do have a token, and they register all the Solana domains, right? So go and check. Go and register all your domains on all the chains that think that you think you're going to work that are going to work. And you know, if you want, if if there are any domains available that 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 you think people may want in the future, buy them because you will be able to trade them, right? So that's very, 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 very big. You got to be able to, you got to, got to, got to be able to, to do this. See the future. I'm, I'm showing you the future. I'm showing you that domain, the next .com domain thing is going to be a .eth, but it has an advantage in the fact that you can actually collect ETH, which is massive, 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 massive. Go and register your domains as soon as possible. All right, let's see what else. We are running out of time a little bit. I see my Jupiter uh, order got hit. I said I put an order in 51 cents and it got hit. I'm quite comfortable with it. I'm not going to buy a lot. Um, yeah. Uh, someone says Unstoppable Domains is best. Unstoppable Domains is really good. Um, all right, let's get into what well, I said to you late, earlier on that I think I may have found the next Celestia. And I think we need to talk about this token that's actually launching in a few minutes, in, in actually six minutes. Uh, the token is called Dimension or DYM. What is Dimension? It's a Cosmos built project 
which creates rollups as a service. So what is a rollup? I'm going to explain to you very simply. It's almost like being able to deploy your own private blockchain for your own DAP very, 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 very quickly. That's what Dimension actually does. And it uses Dimension as the settlement layer. So it's almost like think about it as a chain. And when you want to use, uh, when you want to create a DAP, you can use this thing called rollups. And rollups are easily deployable, li lightning fast, modular blockchains. Um, and they leverage off Celestia's uh, data availability. So someone says, think about it as a, think about it as a, uh, for custom L2 chains where Dimension Hub, it, its own blockchain will work as a settlement and liquidity layer. They provide a software developer kit, uh, which they call RDK to rollups using custom design spaces. That is what Dimension is. The airdrop is happening now, r like right now. And I think that this is what I wanted to talk about. We are living in an era of, airdrops. This whole bull market is actually being powered by this narrative of airdrop, 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 airdrop. And the reason why I like Dimension so much, I think the tech is amazing, but I think what they're doing is they're playing into the whole airdrop narrative. So you got your Dimension tokens by doing certain things, such as staking on Celestia. And now you can make a decision when you get your Dimension tokens, if you're getting Dimension tokens. You can either sell them on the open market. And I saw some crazy, crazy, crazy valuations. I saw them trading at like $12 on some exchanges. Let's quickly have a look here. Uh, okay, now it's back at $3.80 um, on EVO. We'll talk about EVO very, very, very soon because I think we need to talk about this. Um, so you can see that they're trading at about $3.80. Make a decision when you get yours. You can either hold them, uh, you can either sell them or you can hold them and stake them and then you will get airdrops in the tokens that launch on Dimension. So it's again playing this whole airdrop narrative. And I think that if we were to be honest, this entire bull market is actually being powered by the, this airdrop narrative. It's like the Gito airdrop, the Perth airdrop, the, all the other airdrops. This entire bull market is about airdrop after airdrop after airdrop after airdrop. It's like a Ponzi of new airdrops. Everyone's just dropping free money on, on everybody else. And that is the narrative of this bull market. So I think that this one should do really well. Starts trading in about six minutes. I won't be here when it actually starts trading. Um, but I do want to show you one more thing before we go. We did call it in front runners in our Discord group, and I did call it actually on the show. Um, it's called Wales Market. What is Wales Market? It's uh, it's a DEX for OTC trades. But what they have here is they have a points market. So all these airdrops are effectively giving you points. So you like you use the protocol, use the protocol, you earn points, you earn points, you earn points, and those points actually entitle you to the airdrop. Now, what you can see Wells Market allows you to do is it allows you to trade points. So this guy's offering 200 points. This guy's offering 12,500 Magic Eden points. So you can actually trade your airdrop points. So I really think that this whole airdrop narrative and this airdrop points narrative is one that we need to be looking at. Um, and I'll show you. Like, so you can see that uh, um, Wales has actually exploded. I called it like a dollar. I wonder what it's trading at today. It's up another 30%. So it's, it's, I called a few guys at a dollar on that show. It's now trading at uh, $3. Um, all right, guys, I did want to talk about a few other things, but I think for today, because I have to go talk at this conference, I think we have to leave it at that. Remember, if you do want to win an Apple Vision headset pro, what you need to do is go and get an exchange account. Any of these exchanges will do. Put any money into them. You get amazing, amazing sign-up bonuses. You also get a chance to win the banter bags. There's so much going on here. What you need to do, what you need to do is you need to do that. And by the way, if you do want another airdrop, you could go check out Commonwealth. 
So go and check out Commonwealth. There's a link to Commonwealth at the bottom here. Commonwealth is a platform that allows individual investors the opportunity to invest alongside the whales. And if you want to invest, if you want to just go use their UI and you will be um, you will be rewarded using an airdrop. So listen, guys, I've got to go. I will see you guys again tomorrow. When we're back tomorrow, I'll be back in the studio. Until then, trade well, my friends.